So um, before this episode starts, we just wanted to say that um, we are trying to, because we're Skyping for the first time and recording, um, we're trying to figure out the quality and we accidentally recorded our Skype conversation with like the wrong program. So the quality isn't that great. There's going to be one segment of the show that is okay, but um, most of it's not great, but we're hoping for um, next um, episode to be a lot better. So just like like stay with us and we're trying to figure it all out. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. This week on Talk Direction, we'll be covering what 1D song ended up in Rolling Stone's Top 25 Songs of the Year, Zane's first solo magazine cover, and what the One Direction concert set list would look like in our ideal universe. Welcome to episode four of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our fourth episode of Talk Direction. And we're actually apart for the first time instead of being next to each other recording. So we hope it sounds okay. We can't even turn on our video because... Um, it might mess up our connection. So we're just, you know, talking to the little paused photos that we have of each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, how do you feel being four episodes in now, Kara? It's really weird because now it's on iTunes and like people are actually listening to it. So going in with the actual like anticipation, um, that doesn't, that's not the right word, but you know, like the, actual, <laughs> I feel like, the knowing of like people are actually going to listen is just so much different than just like us in like your room just like recording on like the floor yeah it's so strange and we actually have feedback from one of our listens listeners for this show which we'll get to later on which is super exciting yeah and we've gotten some feedback on twitter which means like so much to us like so much yeah and like thank you to everyone who's been like like reblogging our stuff and Mm -hmm. retweeting and uh, we should again like thank you so much to taylor talk and adam and diane like they've been so great Mm -hmm. um helping us get this podcast together and promoting us which is really nice yeah that was amazing yeah so we're gonna start off with news again um the first news story we have is clouds was in the rolling stones 25 best songs of 2015 so far and rolling stones is just like a popular culture magazine and this was on june 30th and it was rob sheffield who created the list of the top uh 25 songs and he's like an american music journalist person um, so it was really cool that um, Clouds got in there, and it was number 11 on the list, like, among songs like Taylor Swift's Style and Nicki Minaj and um, Beyonce's Feeling Myself. Um, so that was really cool. Did you think, like, Clouds would get that honor? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't think so. I thought I'd seen, like, No Control be on one of these kind of lists before, so it was kind of cool to see Clouds, like, getting recognition. Yeah, I know. Like, I didn't – it's not necessarily, like, a super standout song – for me on yeah before. same so like it's really cool that like that music artist guy who like, <laughs> obviously has a lot of um like i don't know what like, credentials i guess mm-hmm. uh picked it out so that's really cool um he actually said that when zane quit 1d clouds was the one i obsessed over um love is never ever simple and he like that's what he was saying that clouds was about and he thought that was really true um but he actually did say that no control is still his favorite four track um, but Clouds is the one that had grown the most for him over time. Um, so, and he actually called it a world 
beating pop epiphany, which was really cool. That is a cool way uh-huh. to put it. I think it's interesting yeah. because, like, what I've seen, Clouds and No Control have gotten the most, like, press outside of, like, just the 1D fandom and, like, what you would normally expect. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's gotten the most, like, um, attention from actual, yeah. like, actual, like, music, I don't know, um, news but sites. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you could choose any song to be in the top 25 songs of 2015 of One Directions, what would you choose? Would you take Clouds or a different one? Um, I don't know. I think maybe No Control would be mine. What do you yeah, same. Yeah. I think No Control is just so fun. It literally life. never gets old. Like I could listen to it 17,000 yeah. times in a row and just be like, this is still a jam. And it will. I know. I, I mean, I did listen to it that yeah, many times same. during the No Control project. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Okay, so our next little thing we're going to get to is the six or seven? Six. I don't know. I'm not a math major. <laughs> <laughs> I should know how to count, though. Okay, the Teen Choice Awards that they're nominated for. And the first one is Choice International Artist. Oh, wait, by the way, Choice Teen, uh, Teen Choice Awards are a fan-voted um, award show that I think is happening in August. So, yeah, okay. Anyway, so the first one they're nominated for is Choice International Artist. The second one is Choice Summer Music Star Group. Choice Selfie Takers. Um, I'm sure Niall's really excited to see that. <laughs> is that a new category? I don't know. I think they're just trying to be, like, you know, hip and, like, relatable. So. With the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also have are up for Choice Summer Tour for On the Road Again. And Night Changes is up for Choice Love Song. And No Control is up for Choice Party Song, which I thought was Woo! really cool. Um, yeah. Because every time I go to any party, I try to get No Control. Actually, I do get No Control to be played. Like, you know, yes. we, we, me and my friends have hacked into various amounts of frat houses, their sound system, and got No Control to be played. <laughs> and, you know, it is a Choice Party Song in my book, so. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. They got a lot. Um, I mean, selfie takers, like Niall. I don't know. The other boys don't really take selfies. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. Was Zane in any of, like, did he get any categories by himself? I thought he did, but I didn't see anything, but I also... Was he Choice Hottie or something? I thought so. I thought he was, but I'm not sure. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. That's cool that they got those. I doubt they'll be there, though. I know, which is sad. I think they've been there since, like, the first year that they're, like... They're too big for the Teen Choice Awards. Oh, okay. I wonder, though, because Little Mix is performing. I wonder if they will just go. Yeah. Oh, dang. That would be some controversial stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they will go. Um, Wait, are they performing on the actual show? I think so. I think they're going to do Black Magic, which is their new single. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, then we're going to talk about Zayn being on the cover of Asians UK magazine. Um, so Zayn is part Pakistani, um, and this was his first cover without the rest of One Direction, um, which is really insane. And on the cover of the magazine, it said Zayn Malik, a brand. And then they got a quote from, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Shahrukh Khan. Uh, he's an Indian film director and producer. And he said on like for the quote about Zane, this kid is cool. Um, <laughs> and the photo looks like it's a co- like a photo from the Asian Awards that he went to in April of this year. So it's not a new photo shoot, um, but it's still he's on the cover of this magazine um, without the other boys, which is really weird. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then Trisha Malik, who's Zane's mom, like Instagram a photo of this magazine cover. 
um, and a GQ style magazine cover, which I don't know if it's like a real cover because I looked it up and couldn't find it, mm-hmm. but um, it may have just been one of those Photoshop covers that people make or just like a picture um, that GQ put out. Yeah. Um, but it was him from Paris Fashion Week, and it said like, here's to the future, Zane's new era, life after One Direction, and what he plans to conquer next. So I don't know. It was really strange. So there was two magazine covers that um, – Zane's mom posted on Instagram. Yeah. And then, I'm, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just um trying to think that these haven't come out yet, right? This is no, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So the thing, like this, the especially the GQ one sounds like they have like quotes from him. I'm not sure if they're like old quotes from like that one interview he gave like right after he left One Direction, or mm-hmm. if they have like a new interview. Yeah, because he was at Paris Fashion Week. He could have done interviews. Oh yeah, that's there. true. That's very true. Um, um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And also, I just, the the first cover of the Asian UK um, cover looks, it looked really fake to me when I first saw it. I didn't think it was real. It yeah, was like, sort of like a really shoddy um, Photoshop job. Like, they, I don't know, they should have hired someone for, like, from the One Direction fandom. Like, I think they could have done a much better <laughs> job. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, did he agree to this photo thing? Or was this just something where they're putting his photo on to get like more hits? Like, yeah. did he agree to this? I mean, he must have, right? Well, I'm just trying to think like tabloids and stuff. Like they don't have, mm-hmm. do they have to ask like every person they put on their cover? I don't think so. I don't know. That's so weird though. Like just like a picture of you can just be used and distributed yeah, without your permission. Really weird. Like, your you know, like back in school, it was like, you need parental p- permission to yeah. like, even take video or photos at all. Yeah. Like his mom just like signed off on it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I was oh, shoot. Um, I was wondering if this was the way that Zayn was gonna like stay in the in the spotlight by like doing fashion. Is that something that we could see him do? Um, well, I know he went to the Louis Vuitton like I don't know what it was like um, house <laughs> like. You know, the place that they have. I don't know. Sure, sure. Yep, got it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, headquarters, maybe. Sure. Um, and I think, and I know he, like, said that they gave him, like, some free clothes and stuff. So maybe oh, they, so cool. like, they were in talks there. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. Because, like, how is he going to stay relevant, you know? Like, is he, like, I don't know. How is he going to stay relevant for the next two years when he can't, like, do more songs, you know? Yeah, and, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw rumors that Zayn and Naughty Boy, like, um, trademarked the term Zotti, and then there were, like, people were speculating that that was because they wanted to, like, make that their brand for, like, um, in fashion or something, so I'm not sure, but that could be completely speculation. Yeah, there were, like, some insider quotes that said, yeah. like, Zane and Naughty Boy have, been, like, seen offers coming flooding in from brands wanting to get them on board. Like, they've been approached to design a clothing line. But, like, it w- there was always stuff going on. But, like, now with Zane um, out of the band, you know, maybe that's something that will happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I know he was um, Caroline Watson, who is One Direction's stylist. Um, she and also Zane is the godfather of her daughter. Um, and they seem pretty close, I think. She's, like, there's lots of pictures of them together on her Instagram or Zane and her daughter on Instagram. Um, but she posted a picture on Instagram of Zane getting ready for the Valentino show during Paris Fashion Week. Um, and we were sort of wondering, like, does this mean now she's just working for Zane, Or, like, does she just not travel with One Direction because, like, they don't need her all the time? I'm not really sure how that works. 
Yeah, I I would think it would be the second one because I was like, I can't imagine her just like leaving One Direction. Yeah. Like, but who knows, really? Because yeah. Zayn and her do seem su- like super, super close. Yeah, I mean, like she made him the godfather of her daughter. Yeah. So he definitely feels a responsibility, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but like if Zayn is going into fashion, is this like do we want Naughty Boy to be involved, or is this a good business plan to get him involved? Because it seems like. Like, either people don't like, I mean, people don't generally like Naughty Boy, at least in the One Direction fandom, even if they do, like, even if they've semi-forgiven Zayn for leaving, Mm -hmm. Naughty Boy isn't really forgiven. So I don't really know if this is a good idea for him to pair up with him if he's doing fashion things. Yeah, it's just, like, interesting to me. I think that maybe, like, what it is is because, like, you know, he was in a band with, like, four other boys to, like, lean on. And Mm -hmm. just, like, you know, going from that to, like, being solo... I'm sure it would be really hard, so maybe he just wanted someone to, like, sort of be, like, his partner for now, and mm-hmm. just, like, to have someone to, like, share the spotlight with, because I'm sure, like, while he's getting used to it, it's not, it's, like, not gonna be easy. Yeah, and Naughty Boy was also recently talking about um, music again with Zayn, and he, he was quoted saying, I was there for my friend, and in this business, it is not the easiest thing to make genuine friends. During that time, we weren't making music, we have made music in the past. The world will hear the music, but when he is ready and when the fans are ready. This year, I want to get back to business as usual. And when Zane's ready, probably next year for his music. I'm there for him. Which, he sounds so intense. Like, he's just, like, acting like he, this is, like, I don't know, like, a nuclear, like, bomb. Yeah, it's, like, the most dramatic thing ever. Like, I'll be there for him when the world's ready. Yeah, like, I know. Okay, like, calm down. Yeah, a little um, bit. No one likes you. Oh, okay. Controversial. <laughs> no, no not, one like Naughty Boy. Oh, oh, oh That's okay. not controversial. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so also it's been 100 days since Zane has left One Direction, and that was trending, which was interesting. I don't know how, like, how do you feel that it's been 100 days? Um, That breaks my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how has it been 100 days? Like, 100 days seems, like, so long, and it seems like it's been, like, 17 years, but also, like, I can remember, like, it was yesterday, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and, what? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I just like I was like seeing like gift sets of Zane, and I was just like, and I was, I've been listening to Four a lot these past few days, and like just like hearing his like you know high notes just yeah. makes me miss him so much. I was watching the boys on um, SNL, the one they did in the fall uh, oh. last year, and you know it was Zane was there, and it was really weird watching like, old videos again. Yeah, I don't even know how I'm going to... I don't think I've watched any old videos, like, especially, like, I can't imagine watching, like, X Factor videos that were, like, from, like, 2011, 2012 videos. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I was thinking because Louis just um, today or yesterday was his five-year anniversary from his audition. I was thinking, like, did he go back and, like, watch some of the early videos and how did he feel if he was watching Zane being there? Oh, my know? God. Wow. Sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, and I wonder sorry. if, like... Um, was Zane's, like, audition, like, before or after, do you know? Um, I don't know. I think Louis and Harry's were on the same day. Yeah, I know that. And then, I don't know, I'm not sure when the other boys okay. were. It'd be, I mean, I sure, I'm sure he won't tweet anything, but it'd be, like, super interesting if he did. If who, Zane tweeted? Yeah, on his, like, anniversary. Of his oh, election. yeah. Has he ever done it in the past? I'm not sure. I feel like the only people who have done it are Louis and Niall, but I could be completely wrong. I know Harry did it because he... Um, like tweeted the song lyrics from his audition song saying like isn't it so lovely and his audition song was isn't she lovely oh that's cute yeah Harry would do that yeah 
<laughs> but on a more positive note, um, Liam, <laughs> Liam went to Disney and Universal with his family and Sophia, his girlfriend, um, and he posted lots of pictures all over Instagram. Yeah. Um, and we just wanted to mention this because he posted one of him with, like, the Jurassic Park part of the, I think it was Universal, um, and there was, like, a dinosaur in the background, and he was joking about being a part of the Jurassic Park movie, um, but then some, like, fans actually believed him like, thinking he was going to be in the next Jurassic Park movie, which was kind of funny. Yeah. I could actually see it. What if that actually happened, and they were like, oh, we might as well, like, have Liam in for the next one, like... He really does have that Chris Pratt, like, kind of... I know, that's what I was thinking. I can feel that. Yeah, I could totally see it. And also, um, just, like, all the pictures of him and Sophia were so cute. Like, I was... He was just just being so endearing with that video of, like, the shower thing, like, the shower Yeah, oh my god, yes, the shower video. It was so great. Like, (laughs) he was just being really lovable these days. If people didn't see it, Sophia filmed um, Liam not like in the shower, like you couldn't see it, you couldn't see anything, but uh, you could hear him singing, like making up a song about like, um, like washing his body and getting his hair clean and like, it was just really funny and he was doing all these like weird high notes and whatever. And yeah. That, that got posted to Instagram, so that was really great. Thanks, yeah. Liam. Thanks, Sophia. You know, God bless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we just wanted to mention again, because we're a big fan of Harry's cute outfits. Um, Harry's boots are back. The ones with the little stars on them that look like Captain America. Yeah. He wore those again, which was great. I didn't realize those were St. Laurent, but they are. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course they are. Like, why did I even think they weren't? Like, Yeah, he loves that brand. Um, I hope he's, like, getting money for wearing it or whatever, like, sponsoring them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then also Zane got a nose ring, um, which was really cool because he'd wanted one, right, you said? Um, I don't know if he wanted one or if I was just speculating that I just wanted him to get one, but, like, oh, for okay. years now, I'm just like, wow, Zane would look great with a nose ring, and now my, you know, my dream is the reality, and I can't be happier. <laughs> great! <laughs> okay, so the first show in the U.S. happened a couple days ago, July 9th, and we just wanted to go over some of the highlights. Oh, it was in San Diego, I don't know if I mentioned that. Um so Louis thanked fans for the involvement in the No Control campaign, which is really sweet of him to do that. Um, I'm sure, like, everyone just got really, like, like into No Control when they played it because of that. Mm-hmm. And then there was this whole controversy over Harry calling out SeaWorld. Um, he said, does anyone like dolphins? Don't go to SeaWorld. And um, I, he's been involved with, oh, crap, I don't remember what it's called. It's just Charity for Dolphins. I think it's, like, the Dolphin Foundation or something. He's been involved with them for, like, a couple years now. And, um, so it was actually, like, nice of him to, like, call out SeaWorld, because they, if you don't know, they treat their animals, um, you know, they've had a history of treating their animals pretty terribly, and SeaWorld actually responded directly to Harry and wrote to him, like, entire letter and tried to prove otherwise, um, and that drama's still kind of going on, there's been a bunch of back and forth, so it's gonna be interesting how that plays out. I can't imagine Harry, like, tweeting them back, but, you know, who knows? I heard they called out his, like, education or something. What? Really? Uh, yeah, I saw someone saying that. I didn't see where that was, but I think that's really uncool. That's really just stupid, but, yeah. okay. Um, I, I think that's a pretty, like, dumb brand move, too, like. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, okay. Um, also, Harry fell. If you, I'm sure everyone has seen that. Like <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it was just like such a slow fall. Like at one point, you thought, like thought he was gonna regain his balance, but then, and then no. <laughs> yeah, and then oh no, Harry trended worldwide, and that was like the number one trending topic. 
And um, it's just funny because all three of them have had like, oh, no, Liam, oh, no, Harry and oh, no, um, Niall. And, you know, who knows if like Louis next. So I like can't imagine Louis like falling. I just can't imagine that happening. I don't know. But I've seen I've seen like falls from the past from Louis. Oh, yeah, that's not not since like the whole oh, no thing started. Yeah. okay, that's true. And I just like this quote from Harry and Niall. Um, Liam asked if he was okay, and Harry said, physically I'm fine, emotionally I'm bruised. And then Niall goes, I know exactly how it feels. Um, and there were so many, like, gifts of Niall, like, laughing his head off when Harry yeah. fell. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, also, Liam called the fans mom, which is really funny. During but, the show. Yeah, during the show, um, on stage. And I'm just imagining, like, what would happen if he, like, called my mom or your mom. Like, <laughs> that would be so weird. Yeah. My mom would be like, pass the phone to Harry, please. <laughs> yeah, the mom thought it was Harry. And then Liam's like, oh, we all sound the same, so it's okay. <laughs> um, and also, this is a controversial thing. Spaces replace strong. Uh, no. I know. I'm, like, really upset about this. Because I know Happily was taken away a couple months ago, which broke. That's horrible, too. I didn't even realize that had happened. Yeah, I know. Um, I like to pretend that it, what? I like to think that it didn't happen, but it did. Um, but I've heard that, like, they sounded, like, really good on Spaces, so I'm excited about that, but still, I love Strong so much. Yeah, Strong is such a good song. Like, it's one of my favorites, for sure. Yeah, me too. And, um, exciting news, though, Act My Age was added to the encore, which I'm super excited about, because I think that would just be, like, a really fun song to hear in concert and just, like, jam out to. And, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be legal when I have, if, um, I go to the Boston concert, so I can't just, like, drink um, beer out of a boot, but um, <laughs> that would be my goal. But so it was in, in the video of Niall dancing to Act My Age, he was like jigging all over yes. the place, like doing his Irish step dancing. Yes. It was just really cool. And that song is like, although it's completely ridiculous and silly, like it's one of my favorites from the album. It's me just too. so, it's like such a good jam. You're like, yes, it, honestly, like let me is. get into this. But the thing is, um, what was I gonna say? You know what I was thinking? That it's, like, um, a song about, like, the band and themselves. And, like, I was thinking, like, Spaces and Act My Age, like, have a lot of parallels. <laughs> this is, oh, like, that's so of, weird. It's so weird because Spaces, like, so, like, um, like, you know, deep and, like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But, um, and, like, somber. And then Act My Age is just, like, this crazy upbeat song. But it's um, both about just, like, um, how they're going to be there for each other, like, for, like, you know, yeah. the rest of time. Except not really. I know, that's why it's sad. <laughs> I don't know, I just like saw some parallels between there. I didn't word that the right way, but like, I hope you guys know what I'm trying to say. I feel ya. Okay, yeah. Um, and also there's a quote from a Tumblr user, Cool Breeze, who was at the concert, and she said, all four boys are on fire. They seem rejuvenated and super happy and super into every single song so far. It's like new life was breathed into them. And I thought that was just like such a great quote. Like, that's so great to hear that the boys were like, really into it and just like having a great time mm-hmm. yeah because they had how many like they had a week or something off how many weeks did they have off just now before the american tour um the US tour? like one or two maybe yeah so like gave them a little break and yeah and i think they're always like excited yeah. to come to the u.s although that could just be me speculating because like, <laughs> <laughs> come to my country but yeah yeah that's really cool though yeah i was really excited to see that yeah okay so we also have a rumor of the week this week um, which is pretty funny. Harry got a warning from the California State Water Board <laughs> due to drought, um, and he was banned from spitting water at shows in California. And, like, 
this was a like a rumor, so it's not true. Yeah, it was a photoshopped image. It actually looked really real, and I was really upset to because I was googling all over the place thinking it was real, um, but it wasn't. So very sad. But I mean, Harry does waste a lot of water. He's <laughs> yeah. pouring it on fans, and like he spits it out like a whale, like a blowing out water out of a blowhole. <laughs> um, so like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and also California isn't it going through a drought? No, oh, yeah, it's a terrible drought. So Harry, what so, the heck? Save that water. Exactly. It's bad taste, you know. But I feel like the the warning should extend to Louis and Liam also because they're like constantly having water fights on stage. Um, yeah, which is really dangerous. So you know, I don't know safe. how they're not messing up their like sound equipment. Like yeah. I feel like the sound people like hate them. Like, yeah, and and feel like the people who have to clean that up afterwards. Like, yeah. come on now. Oh, I guess it must be like, really hot though. That's what I'm thinking because like they kind of have to cool down somehow. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so our next news that we want to talk about is Action 1D. And on July 8th, One Direction released a video announcing their partnership with Action 2015, which is a coalition of 1,600 organizations, um, like charity organizations. And there's actually a map on the Action um, 2015 website of all the organizations um, participating in each country. And it's actually really, really interesting to look at if you want to go look at it. Um, so they posted this. Um, video, which was a bit vague, and I had really no idea, like, what they were talking about. I was like, yeah, I'm totally into this. I have no idea what they're saying, but, like, this political movement, like, they're trying to get fans involved. Like, I'm into it, so I went and researched this a little bit. The two summits that they were talking about in the video are actually United Nations summits. Um, there's going to be one in September that's going to take place in New York, and that will um, hopefully result in a framework to end all forms of poverty, discrimination, and inequality. And the second one is um, in Paris, and it will happen in December, and we'll focus on the environment um, and try to set new climate action um, climate action targets. And the main goal of this organization is um, four things: an end to poverty in all its forms, the meaning of fundamental rights, tackling inequality and discrimination, and an accelerated transition to 100% renewable energy in a world where everyone can participate and hold their leaders accountable. Um, which I think are great goals. So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder, have they had, um, has the UN had meetings, like, specifically to do these things before? Like, I can't, I can't, like, like believe that this would be the first time that, like, they try to conquer these issues. Oh, no, yeah, I'm sure not. So, like, I wonder um, what improvements we've made from the past, because I feel like tackling inequality is really a tough one, especially in discrimination worldwide, because I think a lot of countries are at, at odds as to what, like, should be equal and whatnot, you know? So, yeah, and it's just, like, every country's at a different stage, and there's just a different frameworks within each country. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, these are very vague things, and I just yeah. don't even know how they would go about tackling them. Um, and they're pretty, like, lofty goals, but I think that there's just so many, um, like, organizations working together that there must there will be, like, a more of a push and, like, more people yeah, I'm sure. will be backing it. Um, and we just wanted to mention... Uh, few like highlights of 1D's past charity work. Um, I'm not going to mention everything because they've actually been, they've done a lot of charity work in the, the past five years that they've been together. Um, uh, in 2013, they released a single one way or another for comic relief, which is a British charity and volunteered in Ghana in 2014. Niall set up a charity soccer match where all proceeds went to benefit Irish autism action and UK heart and minds challenge. And also in 2014, um, 50 P from every ticket sold, from their Where We Are tour, was donated to a charity called Stand Up to Cancer. Um, and these are just some highlights. And also I wanted to mention that 
fans themselves have rallied together and raised like tons of money for various various charities for the boys' birthdays, which I just think is always so incredible. Um, this isn't like coming from the boys; it's like the fans like rallying within themselves. Yeah, that's so cool. Like the fan, the amount of power that fans have, especially like when we come together, is incredible. Yeah, definitely. And for like, to do good, it's not just like you know. Yeah, no, it's just great. And I think I think a lot of times like people don't write about that. Like, look at what the fans doing. They're always like showing like one D fans in a negative light. So yeah. it's really important to point out like how like what a good environment the fandom creates as well. Yeah, that's such a good point. Like the media has such a negative like tilt on one D fans and for mm-hmm. like you know not yeah. sustainable reasons. So um um, the first step in this campaign is 1D urging fans to make videos and send in pictures of what their ideal world would look like. And I was just like scrolling through some of the videos that have been posted so far. And it was really cool because a lot of the fans um, that have posted videos so far are young girls. And I think it's just like really amazing to see them wanting to make a difference and like speaking about political issues. And I think it was just really cool. Like I was like tearing up a little bit, you know, it was just like mm-hmm. really impactful to see so many people. Um, you know, at like such a young age to be want to be involved. Yeah, because now is this I want maybe this is the first time like the UN has had such a social media outreach where you can get so many more people of all age groups involved, you know, and really mm-hmm. see like young people coming together mm-hmm. rather than in the past. Maybe that wasn't as possible. Yeah. And I think just like over the past, like, you know, few years, people have like realized like how much of um a political impact like young people have especially like I think it was 2008 when Obama was first um elected like they realized like how much of like the young people like the 18 year olds and like a little bit above were like coming out to vote mm-hmm. and I feel like Hillary is actually like trying to like coming for the next coming up election she's definitely been trying to um like get the young people's attention like I think that'll just be super important yeah and actually speaking of Hillary <laughs> um she retweeted uh, or no she posted a um, tweet about Action 1D. She said, the boys are right. We need everyone's help to get the planet moving in the right direction. And then she linked to um, Action 1D, um, the website. And I find that hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, Possibly the future president of the United States, you know, getting us to work with 1D. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and Niall retweeted that, which I saw. I oh, he did? That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, and I wonder if he's going to have as much love for Hillary if she became president that he does with Obama. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there was also some criticism about um, Action 1D and One Direction's involvement with um, Action 2015. Um, the Mirror, which is a UK uh, newspaper, published an article entitled One Direction are, are backing a climate change campaign despite once admitting they often use two private jets between them. And in this article, a 1D spokesman defended the band's flights, stating they use Starflight Jets, which is a company which works with a charity called Cool Earth to offset emissions by protecting the rainforest. And I thought that was like really vague wording. So I like went in and looked up like looked up what that actually meant. So basically this company that they use, um, the private jet company, um, buys and protects parts of the rainforest, um, and they currently oversee uh, around 6,000 acres of forest, and they say it keeps um, 1,500,000 tons of carbon dioxide where it belongs, which I think is interesting that they use that company, which is, like, better than, like, using just, like, some other random company that doesn't do that, but they're still using, you know, private jets. So I thought, like, 
What do you think that's about that? Cool. Curtis? I think that's really cool. First of all, it's one million five hundred thousand. Yeah, um, I don't remember. <laughs> but which is like a lot. Like that's cool. Yeah, I think they like um, tried to like like equally balance it. Like try, they like actually like do the map yeah. and like equally balance it. And out. like sometimes I feel I think that like the boys can't help that they're flying on two planes as much. Like either they're like going at different times because they're seeing their family or they're going off and doing individual things, you know, it's not always possible. And I think they do fly, um, like, on public planes as well. Like, I know Niall was seen on public planes recently. Yeah. Like, a fan was caught, like, filming him or something. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, but... uh, I'm just, like, wondering how, like, what percentage, percentage of the time they use, like, private jets versus public. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that criticism was, like, um, valid, but at the same time, like, I don't know, sometimes they might not be able to help it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was just, like, interesting to put up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see, like, where this whole, um, like, campaign thing goes in the future, and, like, yeah. if 1D fans will have, I want to, like, research the other, um, like, participants in it but if the 1d fandom has like a lot of impact that would be really cool yeah and also i know that they're going to be releasing videos like over the next couple days i think the first one is i think louis which his video is going to come out i think the 13th which is going to be interesting to see like what they have to say maybe it's like a new like call to action which is yeah i'm sure i i love seeing the boys get involved with these types of things yeah me too definitely because they definitely reach reach younger people than, like, I've never heard of this whole campaign going on until I heard about it from One Direction. Yeah, exactly. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're going to move on into our main discussion for this week, which is really fun, and I'm excited to talk about it. Me too. Um, we're doing our ideal set list. So, like, we've chosen 24 songs out of all the boys' albums and every, like, thing they've done. Um, and we're going to choose, like, which ones we would want to put on our set list if we could have a live show. And it's not necessarily our favorite songs, but it's the ones that we want to see performed live, which I think is a key distinction. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then we're going to be talking about what songs we would like to see the boys open with during our favorite set list and then close with, and then what songs we'd like to see in the encore. Mm-hmm. Because we felt like it would kind of be difficult to give, like, an exact order, because I think that's super specific and hard to discuss. Yeah. But we were going to talk about, like, which songs from each album we'd see, and then, like, our opener, closer, and encore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we we're also going to discuss, like, other things that happened during the show, like the Twitter questions versus singing happy birthday versus like them getting the band to play a song and having them guess. Um, So that'll be cool too. Mm -hmm. So let's start with up all night or up all night set list. Um, What are the songs you would take from up all night and put on your ideal set list? So I only had one actually. Um, Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I really narrowed it down, and I only wanted everything about you, just because that was, like, my favorite song off that album, um, and I just remember, like, listening to it, like, over and over when I was first getting into them, and I never mm-hmm. got the chance to see them um, perform, like, any of the songs. Well, um, never got to see them perform, like, all those songs from um, the album right? Um, on tour, so I just wanted to see that, and I think they're, they've, like constantly said that they were kind of over what makes you beautiful so i wouldn't want them to like be dead inside and sing it so oh, well <laughs> they're singing it for me i think that's just like such a classic like yeah. you know even though it might not be my favorite song but it's one of those that i can like sing all the words and like jam out like a lot so that's that's definitely one of mine mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I also have one thing, um, mm-hmm. I want, which I love that one. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so. me too. Oh, That's sorry. True. Sorry. I wish I'd be. Um, oh, I wish. I yeah. Wish. Yeah. I love that one. I don't know. Like, I just, you know, I just, I like to jam out to it. So, and I don't, have they ever done that one live? I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at the up all night set list and it's on there. I wish is there. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it is I want that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> have they ever done I want, I, I would, I would. Like, <laughs> like, why do they have all these ones? No, it's I want. The one that goes like, I want, I yeah. want. Yeah, I want. so that would be I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, these are confusing. Yeah. Um, but th- was that one ever done? It doesn't seem like it was on the set list. Um, oh, yeah, it's Encore. Oh, all right. Well, I really like that one. So yeah. that would be one I'd want to see. Um, and then Gotta Be You, just for, like, Harry's um, high notes, and it reminds me of, uh, like, the, who was that guy who made those cartoon videos of One Direction? Uh, he, like, had YouTube videos. Oh, man, I don't remember his name now. We'll link it, though, because if you haven't watched those, those are, like, classic, iconic one. Yeah, he did, like, cartoon. And they're, like, 30 minute long. Yeah, like, skits of One Direction. It's really awesome, but... Yeah. Um, I think gotta be used in there and it's really awesome so yeah also i miss um when louis used to sing valerie i loved that yeah well hold tight because uh <laughs> i may have snuck that in oh. here. <laughs> okay let's move on to take me home okay what from take me home what songs would you put on your ideal set list okay um okay so my first one is definitely kiss you i love that one Mm-hmm. Um, I would, um, I love that song so much and I never got to see it live. Yeah. Um, they that, don't, like yeah. when they do them and then they take them off the set list. I know why. Like they've now done with strong. Yeah. Oh God. R.I.P. <laughs> Honestly, R.I.P. Um, and it's just like sad because I had no one to go with back in the day to these concerts. Um, before so, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would just been like me alone at this one D concert, which is nothing wrong with that. I probably should have done that. What was wrong with Well me? you anyway. should have just taken me. We were friends back then. I know, I'm so stupid. I don't understand. Like <laughs> ask her is an idiot, okay? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. Um so my third one is They Don't Know About Us. Um I do not understand why they haven't played that live and it hurts my heart every time I think about it. I love that song so much. And also, side note. Every time that song call, um, comes on the radio, that's like, um, See You Again, that song, um, the first like couple of opening notes sound like they don't know about us. And every time it comes on the radio, I think they're about to play They Don't Know About Us. And I get so pumped. Aww. And every time I'm let down. I'm going to have to listen to that and see if it sounds like it. Okay, yeah. It like throws me off. Oh, um, and my last one is She's Not Afraid because I just absolutely love that song. I love the lyrics. I just love It's such a jam. Like... That song confuses me so much, but I like it. Why does it confuse you? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, she's not afraid to do these things, but that doesn't really relate to, like, her relationship. Like, she's not afraid of the dark, but she's afraid of being with me. But, you know, I don't see how those are comparable. But, you know, it's okay. But I love it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then mine, I, we're not having, like, any overlap. I guess I've gone with more classics just from the old ones. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, but I have Live While We're Young. Again, like, same with What Makes You Beautiful. I think it's just one of those ones that I'd want to hear. Yeah. Uh, Then uh, Little Things, Heart Attack, Rock Me. Um, I just, I loved, I remember singing, like, Heart Attack and Rock Me 
like jamming out while I was in the shower. Yeah. Like, you know, those songs are just like really rocky and I, I think they sound really cool live. Well, I mean, I know they sound cool live because, you know, I've gone. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and then the other one was Teenage Dirtbag, which wasn't oh, yeah. technically on the album, but it was like during that time period. And I wish we had a like actual studio version of Teenage Dirtbag. And I, I think like, did. a lot of we have the one from the movie, the movie oh, but you okay. still hear fans in the background. Yeah. So it's not as, like, I, and I want them to do it again now. To like, their voices have definitely changed and yeah. whatnot. So I, like, just need that. And, like, when it comes on on my phone, because I've downloaded, like, the movie version, like, I love that. I just think it's such a cool vibe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. And I know um, Weedis, the band that, sings that song is like 1D they like support 1D oh that's really cool they should do like I love when they do covers of different songs I know I miss that they haven't done a cover in like 7,000 eons they should do another one way or another video where they like make the video themselves and like do a cover of an old song yeah I think that video was genius I know um okay Midnight Memories what songs did you choose for that okay so I have a bunch so why don't we do like three and then three back and forth. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so my first three is um, Best Song Ever, just because I honestly think that is one of the best songs ever. <laughs> yes. I remember, like, when that first came out, like, the song title, I was like, wow, this is really stupid, but then I was like, okay, I take everything back, like, this is a great <laughs> song, and the video. Anyway, um, and also, um, Don't Forget Where You Belong, just because I think it's a great, great song. Yes. Um, and my third one is Strong. Of course. Yeah. Those are all I approve. Yes. Um, I actually have all three of those, too. Okay. So, yeah, best song ever, Don't Forget Where You Belong and Strong. Um, I think Midnight Memories for me has, like, a lot of ones that I just really liked. Yeah, me too. Midnight Memories in four. Like, I think because their sound was changing more, and they have, like... Yeah. I just like the... I mean, I love the old songs just because they're classic, mm-hmm. but, like, the new songs, I really like the sound that it changed into. Yeah, definitely. And I just feel like they like performing it better, and I think I would like to, like, have them perform stuff that they're actually passionate about. Yeah, definitely. And that they haven't performed as much, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, the old ones, they've been performing for, like, five years now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, So then some of my other ones were Story of My Life, which I love when Harry sings that. Like, he holds the chorus, and it's just, he, like, gets really into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love seeing the boys, like, stand in a circle when they did those, like, live performances on different television shows. They'd, like stand in a little formation and rotate who the person was in the front. Yeah, they're um, one choreograph- like choreographic thing. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not the word, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Happily, of course. Mm, same. Uh, and then Through the Dark, which is one of my favorites off the album, but I don't think they performed it live, which... Um, um, yeah, they did. Oh, all right. I'm, like, really botching this up. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But, uh, And yeah. I remember they performed that on SNL, and that was just, like, amazing. Oh, cause... I was watching the SNL today. I didn't get to that one then. Oh, well, they did. So. <laughs> I just, I feel like that song doesn't get enough, like, Hype. pops, but I love it so much. Yeah. It's just such a supportive song. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, a happy one, like, a happy love song, which is not really, all of them aren't really necessarily happy. Yeah, and, like, a strong relationship. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, like, every time it comes on my iTunes, like, I'm just always surprised about, like, how much I love it. Yeah, it's just, it's a really good one. Yeah. Are those all yours? Uh, I also had Half a Heart. 
But oh, <laughs> that's my last one. I, I I remember like the first time I heard Half a Heart, I was walking back from a dance class mm-hmm. um, and it was raining and I, I had been listening to like songs throughout, I think the past, like over the like previous two days because I wanted to spread out hearing the new songs. Oh. And this was the last one for me to hear. Um, and it was like, because I, I had been saving it to hear it, because I like, I like to spread it out, and it was raining, and I was walking back, and it was just the perfect, like, atmosphere to listen to Half a Heart. Um, I think it's just such a beautiful song, and there's, like, cool, like, witty lyrics. I'm not super witty, but, like, witty, <laughs> witty for One Direction, like, you know. Walking so. around with one shoe. Yeah, exactly. I just, I feel it so much, and, like, the rain, it was just so, like, that atmospherically perfect. perfect. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I think it would just sound like so broken without um, Zayn, though. I don't know. I feel like Zayn makes that song for me. Yeah, he's good. But, but I, yeah. I do. <laughs> we don't have him anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, half yeah, a heart. It would be. It would be real. God, yeah. There are only you know half a half men without Zayn. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's a um, it was a stretch, but I. Got uh, so, is that all yours from? From Midnight Memories, yeah. Okay, I know you said Happily. Yeah. Um, I also had Through the Dark as well. Mm-hmm. I also have Little Black Dress. I know you're not that big of a fan of it, but I think I think that's just so cool. I think it sounds like it should be, like, an 80s movie or something. Yeah, I feel it. I hear that. Like. Or just, like, in, like, you know, like, one of those prom scenes in an 80s movie. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's, like, what the cover band would be playing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I also had Little White Lies, which I think is just, like, such a jam live. Or as I like to say, beady white eyes. <laughs> Sometimes I change the lyrics on that one. <laughs> beady white eyes, beady white eyes. Yeah, that was the first cut, <laughs> then they changed it. Um, and then Better Than Words, I just love that song. And I think it was, like, really fun. It was one of the, like, ones I really liked hearing live. Um, and also Alive, which isn't, like, one of my favorite songs, but I think it's just, like, so, it's just, like, a jam to, like, listen yeah, to. Yeah, that one, that one would be really cool, being at, like, seeing it alive. Yeah, it, we did see it live. But yeah, no, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I better than words was one of the ones that I was debating on because mm-hmm. um, I I like um, like how the boys interact during that song and like all their dance moves that they do yeah. um, and the cool sounds that you can like go like, along with them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, hope that translated well. well. Yeah. It literally <laughs> sounded like you were like slurping. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but then I chose other songs, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. And I just think it was, like, such a cool, like, um, thing for a song, like, cool concept. Yeah, definitely, because it was made up of, like, all lyrics from other songs, right? Yeah, and just, like, what that reminded me of when I first heard it was when fans do, like, those um, posters with, like, using all, like, One Direction songs to, like, make mm-hmm. a sentence, and that's what I was, like, thinking, like, maybe they took, like, inspiration from that or something. That'd be cool. See, this is what um, interviewers should ask them I- no. Like, right? stop asking them stupid questions and start asking them about, like, the lyrics of their songs and where they get their inspiration from and, like, the deep stuff. Yeah, I don't need to hear the bin story one more time. The <laughs> yeah. <man in> the <laughs> bin. We've heard that one, like, every single time. Yeah, and it, yeah. The funny thing is that when the boys tell it, they, like, act like they haven't told it before. I was about to say that. They'll be like, oh, guys, don't you remember, like, that <laughs> bit? I'm like, we've heard this before, Liam. We've heard this. Just like a joke between them, like yeah, so funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so for their latest album, what songs would you put? Do you want to go like back and forth again? Yeah, why don't we do? Uh, let's do three again because I have so okay. many. Okay, I'll start. I guess. Okay. Um, 
I have Girl Almighty. Girl Almighty is like one of my favorites ever. Um, I think I like, yeah. And Louie did that thing where he signed someone's like paper yeah. with Girl Almighty, so then they could get that tattooed in his handwriting on them, which I think is so cool. I know. Whoever did that is just like the godsend to the fandom. Yeah. And she, because she put it up online so everyone else can like print and, like, it out. And like did it in good quality. Like what a genius. Yeah. I don't know whoever that was. Yeah, we should we should find it. I know. Have an interview with her. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, I love that song. It's just like really um, powerful and like happy girl song. I don't know. Girl yeah. power song, I guess. Yeah, even no. though it's sung by boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then No Control, obviously. Yes. Um, incredible song. Another. I think Girl Almighty and No Control are probably my favorites from four. But I think like live, they just are such like fun songs. Yeah, and like they just get like so into No Control. Like you know that they just love it so much. Yeah, and Louis like you know doing his solos live and like holding the chorus like so good. And the fans love it. So just like I'm sure like being in the stadium with that going, yeah, amazing. I know, like, the first time, like, No Control was played, I'm sure that was, like, like the most insane I know. Like, moment. Cause that was, like, a total, like, plot twist, because I don't think anyone even, like, knew that they were going to, like, throw it in there that night. Yeah, and everyone had been, like, wanting it, wanting it, wanting it, and then, yeah. like, first night, like, they play it, it was just insane. I know, that. Like, this was still when the, like, the No Control project, like, around that time mm-hmm. was going on. So, definitely that one. And then, of course, Act My Age. Yeah. Um, as well, which is just like we said earlier, such a fun jam, like silly and weird and ridiculous, but mm-hmm. so fun and oh, has yeah. to be on my ideal set list. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go with three of yours? Okay, yeah. Um, so I have Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's like really great live. Like the first time I heard it on the album, I wasn't like really feeling it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely had, like, more of a rocky sound that I think they were trying to achieve in on Midnight Memories, and I think they, like, definitely achieved it with Where Did Broken Hearts Go? Um, mm-hmm. But when they played it live with, um, oh, God, I think his name's Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, they just sounded incredible. Like, that was an amazing, they had so much energy. I think it just sounded so good live. Like, that was, like, one of the best performances live, in my opinion, and I, um, it definitely, like, grew on me, the song, and I, like, show that to my entire film, and just, like, look at this, like, look yeah. at One Direction, like, just looking, you know? That was definitely a video I showed, because Ronnie Wood, is he from, what band is he from? Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones, yeah. Yeah, so... Like, then I was like, Dad, look, this is Ronnie Wood. Like, yeah. Also, yeah. Also, also, side note, One Direction. But <laughs> look at this. And, like, Harry, like, grinding up on Ronnie, you know, like, doing his dance moves. Harry was brilliant in that in yeah. that live show. What was I going to say? And his, his flamingo shirt, I think he was wearing that day. Yeah, I think that was the first time we saw it or something. We've since seen the flamingo shirt um, a couple times. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was good. Um, did you have two more? Um, oh yeah. Also 18. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. I think that'd be really nice to um, hear live. Yeah. And Girl Almighty, of course. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, okay. I also had 18. I think like, it's not necessarily my favorite song though, which I'm kind of surprised because I like a huge fan of Ed Sheeran, like yeah. huge fan. Um, but, and he, Ed Sheeran wrote 18, um, but I think when I saw it performed, like, when I saw the videos of them performing it live, yeah. I loved it, like, way more than I did on the album. 
Um, I think Harry really, uh, like, shows his powerful vocals in it. Because it's, like, sort of slow, but he, like, still really goes intense into it, I guess. Yeah, the, I feel the same way, because I thought it would be, like, sort of, like, boring, but it's, like, actually, like, really, like, just... They, like, amp it up. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I think it's, like, this is my favorite song that Ed Sheeran's wrote for them, I think. More than Little Things or... Uh, yeah, yeah. Omens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, like... I like maybe like little things better, but I've I've heard that one so many times as well now. Yeah. So like it, a new one's cool. I wonder. I hope you write something for their next album. Yeah, it's not on the set list right now, is it? Oh yeah, wait, is it? Eighteen. Yeah, they added it. Oh okay, cool. Yeah. So and then um, my last two are ready to run, and this one like I don't I didn't like specifically choose it. I was sort of debating between ready to run and fireproof. Mm. Um, I feel like those have similar vibes. Mm. But uh, I don't I don't really know that much of a reason behind it. <laughs> and then Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. which I mean I don't love the title. Yeah, I know. Same. We can we will probably have discussions about like controversial One Direction songs mm-hmm. um, on an upcoming episode. But I like like the oh oh like that the fans yeah. do in response to it, um, which is cool. And it's so like I think has it's, a cool like eighties vibe. Yeah, I like yeah, it's really cool. What were your last ones for four? Okay, I have a bunch left, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to run down the list. So Fool's Gold, I actually really love. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Niall, I, Niall sounds incredible on that one. Yeah, definitely. And I just think, you know, I don't know why. Like, it just sticks out to me on this album. Um, also, Night Changes, I really like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have, Did you have that one? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, like, I like that one, but, yeah. you know. I don't know. I just really like it. I think it just, like, gives me a Beach Boy vibe. Um, mm. And it just, like, has nostalgia. And I know, like, my mom likes listening to it. And like, <laughs> she just, like, never realizes it's, like, One Direction. Because it, like, does have a different vibe for them. I think of so much of Zane when I hear that one, though. Oh. So, like, yeah, he, he does, like, a lot of cool things on it. But. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss his little ad-libs. Yeah. God. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I have Fireproof on here. I love Fireproof so much. And yeah. they add it to the set list because I really do want to hear it live. Yeah, I think that one, like, painted us the picture of four because it was the free download before mm-hmm. the album came out. That was so uh, exciting. Yeah, I remember, like, playing it in my uh, room to my roommate, who's not a One Direction fan. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was like, Laura, listen, like, listen to this. It's so good. Yeah. So. How did she feel about it? She liked it. She liked mm-hmm. it a lot, like, the sound of it because she likes, like, uh, she was saying it sounded like One Republic to her, um, and she like she played me the, like one of the One Republic songs that yeah. like it reminded her, of her, and it was like very, very similar. So she actually really liked that, and like she she learned to like my music this past <laughs> like two years. Like I played so much Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran and One Direction, and like she like now finds herself singing the songs, and she's like, oh my god, I'm singing this like <laughs> this is Caitlyn's influence on me. Slow brain control. <laughs> yeah, but she's like she's uh a good sport about it and we play her music too so yeah um okay i also have stockholm syndrome which i think is just like a fun song so yeah yeah um i also have clouds um change your ticket which is also fun oh, and yeah, that's a good act one. my age which is just necessary <laughs> of course yeah um so those are cool and then i actually had is that all 24 that you did yeah i actually think it was 25 but sh- well, their new set list now, I think, has 25 songs. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually had, like, the a section that I wanted them to do, like, a cover of songs, like, either, like, every different night or go back to when they did, like, the sort of mashup cover of Valerie and, like, Torn um, 
or like just do a whole cover of Torn because Torn was the song that they first performed at judges' houses back on X Factor. Yeah. And like that sounded so good. I just like I have that actually that version on my iPod because mm-hmm. Harry sounds amazing on it and like other artists like I know Taylor Swift does different covers and she has guest artists come on to her like, like different shows in her um, tour and like she does songs like cover songs every night and I just love to hear One Direction do cover songs. I know I will want them to bring it back also bring back acoustic like things. Yeah like when they sat on the beach like and Niall played the guitar and they were yeah. all singing um, like they did which one is that by uh Wonderwall. Yeah Wonderwall. <laughs> Classic. They <did. laughs> yeah they did the one that has all those like noises nope. I feel like. <laughs> what is that one called i have to look this up <laughs> but like they did it on the beach and it was i don't know really nice so i feel like they need to bring that back yeah definitely i also like they're just um i already said the acoustic sessions i would i really liked those when i was first getting into one direction and like could hear their acoustic i think they're just like it makes you like actually know how good their like vocals are yeah because they um oh it's called i'm yours i guess Okay. Okay. He goes like, "I'm yours." I'm like singing a lot this episode. I guess the episode lends to it. Yeah, that's true. What was I saying? That uh, they when they did like radio tours, they would go and sing like acoustically on the radios. Yeah. Which they don't do much anymore, which is so sad. Oh, CBT. Yeah. So they should go back and do that. That would be nice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so, and that's all of our songs for our ideal set list. So let's talk about what song we would want them to open with. Like, opening of the show, first come out, like, jump out of those, like, pop-up things or, like, up at the top of the stage, whatever they were going to do. Yeah. What song did you choose? So I put Where Do Broken Hearts Go? Because I think that would just be, like, a good, like, pump-up song. Like, it's not, like, um, like a favorite, so it's not like you're, you know, sad that it came first, but it's also like it's gonna get you like, you know, hyped and just ready to like freaking rock, you know? Yeah, no, I could I could <laughs> see it like them. I could hear like an echo of like where do broken hearts yeah. go? And like them not there, and it like repeats several times. Does yeah. that does that happen like for one of the shows? I feel like maybe it did. Maybe I, I'm getting it from somewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like them repeating that and then like all coming up and like singing because it, it, it's like a, you want like a pumpy up one the first time yeah um i actually uh co- controversial or con- conversely to what you said um i chose one of my favorites as the opener just because i think it was it i chose girl almighty oh. but um i just think i don't know i feel like it's a really cool one where it's sort of like you fans are like I mean, not all the fans are girls, yeah. which that was my debating factor. Like, should yeah. you open with a song called Girl Almighty? But, like, I don't know. I love it, and I think it would be a really cool opener. It would get me, like, I think if, like, I knew it was coming, I would be literally, like, hyperventilating. I'll probably already be hyperventilating. Yeah, already would, let's be real. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, that knowing that song would be coming would, like, totally freak me out. And, so. <laughs> freak me out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, so, yeah, I turned Girl Almighty. And then closer of a song, I decided to go with best song ever. Mm. Um, I think it's just, um, I don't know, a good song to close with, I guess. Because yeah, everyone knows the words. And yeah. Just, and I can see that. I just, I love it. And as a closer, you're like, this is the best song ever, but you oh. know some more songs are coming in the encore. Yeah. You could still, like, make that really big. And it was their, it was their ending song for a while, right? In yeah. In the encore, even. 
Um, or was yeah, it was. It was the like ending song of the encore for On the Road Again. Oh wait, we're on On the Road Again. I'm so confused now. <laughs> or it was the, for the um, last tour though. Was it Take Me Home? No, Where We Are. Oh that's yeah, Where yeah. We Are. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. I really like that song, and like you could feel like you could dance all night to that song. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was your closer? My closing was Clouds. Um, just because like one is a pump up song. And I know that's, like, their opener now. And I feel yeah. like it could be, like, an opener or a closer, but I, I was leaning more towards closing because, like, the first time I ever heard that song, I was like, this should be, like, their closing song because I could just hear, like, fireworks, you mm-hmm. know, just, like, them. Just, yeah. I just thought it was, like, such a good closing song. I don't know why. That just, like, came to me. Like, that's, like, what the vibe I got was from that. Yeah, it's definitely, like, super loud, especially how they perform it now. They're, like, it's really intense. Yeah. So that could definitely be a closer. Yeah. Um, and then how many songs did you choose for your encore? I did three. Okay, me too. Do you want to go back and forth? What if we have the same ones? Um, <laughs> I don't think we will, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. You've been choosing some, like, you know, undercover songs with it. Yeah. I'm, like, taking all the obvious ones. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, okay. Okay, what's your first encore song? My first one is Fool's Gold, because I saw in their encore now they have You and I, so I thought we should, I just should throw, like, a, like a, like a more somber, nope, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, that one would be way better than You and I at the end. I don't yeah. like You and I too much as a song. I do general. like You and I, but I think without Zayn, it just, um, he was like the heart of that song, so I would be too sad to hear it. Now so. it's just, it's just I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love Fool's Gold, so I could see that being there. To add a more quiet note. Um, I started the encore off with What Makes You Beautiful. Because um, I just I love that song yeah. and it's fun and it's a great closer because like everyone knows that song at like One Direction concerts if you have like sixty thousand people there you're gonna have the hardcore fans like us who are gonna know like all the songs but then you're gonna have like mothers who brought their like young kids or just people who are wealthy and they can like go to concerts when they want to yeah. <laughs> um, and, and but like everyone will know that one so I think it just it'll be like a crowd favorite I guess and be a really good atmosphere yeah. I didn't choose, like, those kind of things, so I was like, you know what, this is my dream world, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do what Not you want. Not thinking of the people, I'm thinking of myself. Um, right. Okay, so my second one is Stockholm Syndrome. I just think that would be, like, like fun to put there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just threw it in there. Yeah, get the crowd involved before the ending song. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there is some crowd involvement in One Direction shows, as in, like, sometimes they'll have the crowd sing, but I think there could definitely be more. Like, I know Ed Sheeran, like, really gets the crowd to do a lot of the vocals. And, like, yeah. he, like, gets them singing and tells them what to sing and has them do harmony and stuff. Yeah. So, like, at least in that song, there's some, like, um, I think, like, more structured participation from the fran- fans in that, like, they sing the O's and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so that'd be cool um, in the encore. Mm-hmm. My second one was Story of My Life. Um, that might be, like, one of my all-time favorites. I keep saying that about, like, multiple songs, but <laughs> it's allowed. Yeah. Um, yeah, Story of My Life, probably my favorite from Midnight Memories, at least. Interesting. Um, I really like that song. Mm. Oh, but Strong and Happily. Oh, then you start looking at them, and you're like, yeah, I know. they're all my favorites. Don't forget where you belong. <laughs> but, all my children. Yeah, really. Like, they become close to your heart, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, but, like, I love that song, so... Yeah, Story of My Life is my second one. And then, did we end with the same one, or... I'm thinking, I don't know. Okay, you go first. Oh, well, if you don't know, then maybe not. Um, I did No Control at the end. Oh, JK, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I I don't know. That's, like, 
that's just an awesome song, and I think fans love it so much. And I know we mentioned it earlier, like everything about it. So I think you understand. Yeah, but. I can totally understand. I would. I was thinking about that too, but then I just had to go with Act My Age. Oh. That'd, be, that'd be like <laughs> that'd just be so fun to just like you know drive around to. Yeah, you'd like end up leaving the concert still like doing I, some Irish step. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, but those songs are yeah similar like super upbeat, super yeah. fun, like crazy, you know? Yeah, and I'm so, so glad that they added um, Act My Age to the mm-hmm. encore. Yeah. I, like, wonder how they made those decisions, because I could feel them going, like, oh, this isn't very, like, serious of a song. But, like, do they know that, like, we all love it because it's so, like, ridiculously fun? I think so, maybe. Like, I wonder who pushed for it. I could see Niall pushing for it. Yeah, and I just think that they would, like, want to do some happy, like, just silly song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that is our discussion. Is there anything to add or are there any like songs that you would purposely pair together or put in certain places that like we didn't get a mention because we didn't do the order? Um, I don't think so. The only thing that I want to mention that we like touched upon before, um, was that I really want them to bring Twitter questions back. I don't think they ever will, but oh, yeah. like, I just think that was like such a great way to get fans involved. Um, and, like, when they, like, pointed out, like, what section they were in, like, I'm sure that got them, like, so, like, excited, like, mm-hmm. uh, I just love that. Yeah, Twitter questions, and then they've also done, like, singing the Happy Birthday, they they did that on the Where We Are Tour, and maybe they've done it, like, too, as well on this one, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, but they would, like, sing Happy Birthday to, like, one of the fans, but then, obviously, every fan whose birthday it was, um, which, in a crowd of 60,000, you're going to have a number of people. Yeah. <laughs> There's only 365 days of the year. That's so weird to, like, I want to do the math on that one. If there's 60,000 people, like, how many <laughs> how many people's birthdays? <laughs> Hold on. So I'm going to do, what is it, 60,000 divided by 365? Does that make sense? I have no idea. Why are you asking me? I couldn't even, like, read a number today. <laughs> if my calculations are correct... <laughs> 164 people in the audience it would be their birthday so um okay whatever we can discuss that (laughs) could you imagine all those 164 people um but like i get that but it's not as fun as twitter questions where like fans would ask questions and the boys would do like weird dances and like races like on wheelbarrow like chases or but they did do a wheelbarrow chase earlier yeah how did that even come about i have no idea i don't know but it was Pretty much Louis um, didn't really do it and just dumped Gatorade all over Liam. God. <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. And then the guess the song type of thing was kind of cool that they did when the band would play, start playing a song and then the boys would have to figure out what song it was, um, which I never really understood how they figured it out from just like the music. But I guess like that's musicians for you or something. Yeah, um, they had it planned beforehand, you know. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, then they'd start singing along, which, again, like, bring back the covers. I loved them oh. singing along to covers. Because at our concert that we went to last year, um, Liam was singing to, was it Cry Me a River? Yes, it was so great. I almost, like, started crying when he did that. Yeah, that was really cool. So I need more of that, please, in my life. But also Twitter questions. And, like, bring back a couch on stage, because <laughs> I want to see them, like, with a couch. Like, yes. they used to interact so much and, like, lie on the couch, and it was awesome. I know. I don't I don't like this, like, huge stage where they can't really interact that much. Like, I just want them, like, on yeah. a, like, a two-by-two, like, stage <laughs> where they're just, yeah. like, forced to interact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's, like, that's 
such a huge part, you know? Yeah, that's why we come like, to the, their shows. Exactly. Like, that's what makes, despite One Direction not having, like, dance moves and whatnot, it's, like, them interacting with each other that we yeah. want to see. Like, in, even in interviews and, like, whatnot, we want to see them interact with each other. Like, give me an interview where it's the boys interviewing each other, you know? Yes. That would be awesome. Yes, I um, completely agree. Yeah, so I want more of that. But, okay, anything else to add to this discussion? I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked that. I want to hear everyone else's um, opinions. Um, I think that we should ask what people would have as their opener and closer. I think mm-hmm. that would be interesting to hear. Yeah. Because um, I feel like everyone would just have such different opinions. So Yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought going into it that we'd have much more similar songs. I did too, yeah. So, like, really strange that we have different songs. So, yeah, let us know what you guys would choose for your opener, closer, or encore, or whatever. Um, yeah, because that's really interesting. It's very different, I think, per person. Yeah. Okay, so we've had some breaking news. So we're interrupting the episode, or not really interrupting it, but we've now recorded some extra news um, on a different date because we felt it was super important to include in this episode. Um, So there was some Twitter drama. Um, (laughs) Zane was on Twitter. So let's just go through. Kara and I haven't talked about it yet because we want to, like, keep our reactions live. But, um, yeah, so... We know that last night, I think it was, Naughty Boy leaked part of, like, a music video clip um, from the cover that Zayn did a, um, a couple weeks ago of no the cover No Type. Um, and so, like, a, like a couple clips of the, this, like, music video leaked last night. Um, do you want to talk about that a bit, Kara? Yeah, I don't think that it was directly linked to Naughty Boy. Um, I'm not sure if it was, like, on his Snapchat or what, but... Um, I don't think it was directly linked to Naughty Boy, but it definitely was leaked. And I think everyone was, I mean, I was pretty excited for it. And um, the hair that Zayn had was his little ponytail. So it was clearly like recorded along like a while ago or a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah. And I know people, um, I was looking at Tumblr and like people saw Naughty Boy's reflection in like the video. You could see him on the screen. But again, we don't know if he actually like leaked it, but yeah. um, he definitely was a part of the making of this music video. Yeah, and also there was, like, um, oh, crap. There was some tweets that Naughty Boy sent out last night that people were speculating could be sort of Zane-related, but Naughty Boy's always tweeting, like, I don't know, weird, random crap, so we never know. What did he tweet, exactly? Um, I'm going to it right now. He tweeted things like, don't feed the hand that bites you, watch your back, because snakes ain't only on the um, Nokia, and... Um, the music business teaches you the tricks, but never the truth. You, uh, you know who you are. Oh my gosh, that's so shady. Yeah, but he always tweets stuff like that, so I just never know with him. Yeah, I mean, definitely, before, I don't know if Zayn would have contacted him before, like, what he did today, which we're going to discuss, yeah. but uh, I feel like he could have, and then they may have been fighting, and this is how Re- Zayn responds on Twitter. Yeah. Because I feel like you wouldn't say this, this wouldn't be the first thing in a fight okay let's yeah, just definitely. let's just say it okay <laughs> okay so today july 13th um zane tweeted two different things um the first one was at naughty boy music you fat joke stop pretending we're friends no one knows you uh and then he also tweeted someone learned how to upload a video maybe now he should learn how to use logic ha you ain't shit but a faker um so, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty, like, out of the blue, I think. 
Yeah, I was completely shocked. I didn't even see the tweet to Naughty Boy because I didn't. I don't follow Naughty Boy. Yeah, me either. Um, although I did follow him right now because I want to get the tweets sent directly to my phone that Zayn tweets if he tweets anymore. But oh, no. <laughs> uh, I won't follow him later. Um, so I didn't even see that one until someone retweeted it, and I was just like freaking out because I thought it w- he was hacked, and we still don't know. Like we yeah. might get some more information later on, and this episode might be or this segment might be totally like irrelevant. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love some more updates, but um, first of all, I really am, like, not cool with him, like, using the fat joke. Like, the yeah, fat, like, definitely not. That's not cool. I just don't understand. Like, Naughty Boy has, like, a terrible personality. You could go for that. Like, his, <laughs> his weight has no bearing on his personality. He's yeah. a terrible person, but his weight has nothing to do with that. Exactly. That's just like when Naughty Boy called Louie out on his voice. Yeah. Like, you just, there's things that you just don't do. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. And that's, like, hurtful to not just Naughty Boy. That's hurtful to a lot of people, you know? For sure. So, so that's that was just... just, like, the one thing that I was, like, not happy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, definitely. Because then it, you, you're putting yourself at just the low level. Yeah, it's, like, literally the lowest thing you can do. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I just, like, what the hell is happening? I just don't know. Yeah, stop pretending we're friends. No one knows you. <laughs> stop pretending we're friends. Like, but th- does that mean they never were? Yeah, because to me, there's been photos of them together, photos of them, like, recording together. Yeah. Like, Zoddy, that whole thing. Yeah, and Zane, like, tweeted at him a bunch of times, like, this past year. Yeah, they definitely have seemed, like, I not, maybe not best friends, but at least, like, colleagues and like business partners and that type of thing yeah and even like but, more so that they have like inside jokes and stuff mm-hmm, definitely um and like as we know we talked about on last episode um that like Zane defended Naughty Boy and like called Louie out on Twitter um a couple months back but now it's like it's shifted and he's not friends with Naughty Boy anymore yeah and like I just I don't know like what caused them was it the music video that Naughty Boy leaked? Because Zane's seeing, say, by saying someone learned how to upload a video, it seems like Zane is saying that Naughty Boy leaked this video and he probably didn't want it leaked. Yeah. Um, um, so, like, go ahead. Um, I'm just thinking because, like, we were talking um, earlier on in past episodes that, like, Zane just doesn't seem like he had any, like, autonomy in these decisions. Mm-hmm, so, exactly. Um, I just don't know how much is, like, Naughty Boy doing this for his own personal gain and maybe Zane just like had enough yeah exactly which which really sucks because at least for me and I think for a lot of One Direction fans like although we might still care about Zane we've been quite hurt by things that have been going on but if it was never Zane who did it you know because you know it was it was Naughty Boy who leaked like different things it was Naughty Boy really fighting with Louie besides the thing that Zayn did which is kind of that still upsetting yeah um but like a lot of it's been Naughty Boy or Mick Righteous we said um was the rapper who leaked another um cover that Zayn did so really it starts to seem like oh Zayn left One Direction to go solo but in all like like in actually what's happened is Zayn hasn't you know actually said anything about going solo which we touched upon yeah um, so, like, I just don't know, has this been building up, maybe, of everything Naughty Boy's doing, or Zane sort of realized that he's being taken advantage of? Yeah, and it's just, like, so interesting, because this happened, like, pretty early on after Zane left One Direction, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it seemed like he was leaving One Direction to just go be with Naughty Boy and, like, work with him, but now yeah. without 
this tie to Naughty Boy and without his ties to One Direction, like I just am so intrigued to see like what will happen. Yeah, because there was that whole Zotti will rise video, which like really started all the Twitter drama. Yeah. And also so. the Zotti being trademarked. Yeah, they had those on jackets that they were, Zane and Naughty Boy were like taking, t- there's a photo of them wearing jackets that say Zotti on it. Yeah. So like, I just don't know. I saw this really interesting um, fan like theory that um, Zane trademarked Zotti because, so like Naughty Boy couldn't use it in the future and it like wouldn't come back to him. Oh, wow, so, that's interesting. You know, that would be a pretty interesting thing. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. it could have just been, like, he did it before they got in a fight, and then, like, a couple days later, like, they're not even friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, I'm I'm thinking, like, how about the rest of the boys in One Direction? How are they feeling about this? I feel like, like Louis probably happy. Yeah, so this means that maybe Louis and Zane are made up, you know? I know, that this is what I hope it means. Yeah, I was still questioning it. Maybe Zane's like, you know what, I screwed up. I made friends. You know, we've all done that. You you find a friend that you think is, like, reliable or trustworthy or something, and maybe you finally realize that that wasn't a good friend to choose, and you've maybe hurt your, like, close, like, friends. Um, yeah. So... Maybe he's apologized to Louie and said, like, I screwed up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this sounds like a plot to, like, a teen movie. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> All this drama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I mean, the boys obviously have to know. This is big enough news where it's going to reach them. Yeah. And, like, Zane tweeted it. So I wonder if they're in contact or, like, what's going on, what's going through their heads. Yeah, I'm just so intrigued. And also... What do you think about just, like, the public platform, like, he chose to do this on? Like, he obviously could have just done this in, like... Private. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I'm... Like, is this a business move for I Zane? Know. I don't that's know. That's what I'm thinking. Because maybe it's just... he Zane is now recognizing all his fans, really, there's, like, a negative vibe around Naughty Boy. And, like, a lot of the fans are upset and hurt by what Naughty Boy said on Twitter. So, like... Is this a business move for Zane to like separate himself from Naughty Boy? Yeah, it just feels like he could have done that maybe in a less like major way. Like he could have just been like, "Oh, I still love the fans. Like, thanks for everything," and still mm-hmm. been um, associated with Naughty Boy, but like also had positive energy towards the fans. So it just like it just seems like it went from like zero to hundred. <laughs> like I know. So that's like what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I would kill to like see their text. Because mm-hmm. if it is a business, like, move to try to get more fan attention on Zane, like, better, like, in a better light, like, I don't know why he was so rude to Naughty Boy. Again, like, despite what Naughty's Boy doing, like, like we said, fat joke, just, it seems immature. Yeah. Just- and also, I was, like, trying to think, like, when I first saw these, I um, thought he w- might have been hacked, but the fact that he used, like, um, Ha, You Ain't Ship a Faker. Apparently, that's a line from a Tupac, like, song. And I feel like, like, uh, quoting Tupac is such, like, a zane thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, and like, it's, it's been up enough, like, for enough time now. Yeah. Um, it's been up a couple hours where it seems like if it was, if he was hacked, they would be down now. And he would have tweeted, like, I was hacked. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, like, I know we covered it a bit, but does this put, like, a whole new light on Zane leaving One Direction? I don't even, I, like, don't know how to feel. Like, my soul is just in question marks right now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know, because I know there's so many fans that have, like, this hope that 
this is whole this entire thing has just been a stunt and Zane's coming back to one D. Um, I wouldn't get like our hopes up. Yeah. Um, but there's just always that like little glimmer of hope. But um I don't know, because I I don't know I can't imagine like all like I know all the fans won't wouldn't open him like um welcome him back with open arms that's what I'm trying to say they wouldn't you're saying yeah because I know a lot of them have just been really hurt and like severed ties with Zane mm-hmm. yeah and I think like for me looking back on Zane leaving now with this new perspective I think definitely he messed up a couple points like not tweeting the fans enough um what he did to Louie on Twitter I think those were like definitely not cool but like, looking at it from a going solo perspective, I don't think necessarily he was always, like, leaving One Direction to go solo, especially now with what's happened. Yeah. Um, I think it could have much more been, like, the whole mental health, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just, it's really upsetting that he had to have that friendship with Naughty Boy because it did turn Zayn leaving into a negative thing rather than it being, because at first, like that first day, people were supportive. I don't think a lot of fans were severing ties at that moment when it was really like, Zane, we want to like do what's best for you, like get your mental health, like whatever. But like everything that happened after made it a much more negative thing. So it really sucks that that had to happen this way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, for like Zane coming back to One Direction, I don't think, I'm not of the like mind that, this was a whole, like, thing to get, like, this whole, was whole, like, planned. I don't think that Zayn was sacrificed leaving the band so that, like, One Direction could get more, like, ticket sales or whatever. I don't yeah. think that's true. The only thing that I could possibly think would be that Zayn is now, like, reconsidering, like, his decisions and saying, you know, that was really stupid of me. I want to go back. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine, like, because it's yeah. not, like, something, like, you know, it's, like, so in the public eye, he can't just, like, make split-second decisions to, like, go back. Yeah. Because um, it affects so many people, and there's, like, so many contracts involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like... Go ahead. Um, yeah, and I was just going to say that with the whole... If this whole was, a, like, this whole thing was a stunt, which I'm, I don't think it would be, like, why would they have, like, the whole fight between Louis and Zane? Like, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want the band members to, like, look like they're actually, like, they actually hate each other, and then, like, have him just come back. Like, it doesn't really make sense if it was a stunt. Like, it would be a really poorly done stunt. Yeah, that's, I definitely just, that's why. Like, I don't think it was a stunt. But, like, maybe, I, I'm sure, I mean, I can really imagine Zane regretting his decision, especially if his decision was very, like, split-second made. You know, he left in the middle of the tour. That doesn't seem like he was really planning it out. And now maybe he's had like a couple months off and he's going like, you know, I, I made a stupid decision and I should have stuck with my band. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know, even if he wants to come back, I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if he wants to come back, but definitely would be very hard to come back. Um, just like business side of things with merchandising and like the whole that he never like part he's not part of the new album that's coming out mm-hmm. um they've really recorded a lot of that so i think it would be really hard for him to come back if he wanted to um but i think i think the boys would probably welcome him back i think in but, my heart that's what i want <laughs> yeah at least like niall and liam like I, I think after talking it through they could you know open their hearts to zane again <laughs> but i just don't think that we should expect that that's going to happen yeah I just like really hope that Zane's okay like this is like my only 
one hope because like I feel like to fight with someone publicly on like a public platform like Twitter and to mm -hmm. fight with someone like who has been your friend in the past like clearly that's coming from like such a negative headspace mm -hmm. and I I just don't know like who I just like I don't know man like who does he have to like rely on in this like business now yeah yeah it really sucks because it seems like he's lashing out you know in anger Mm -hmm. which we've seen Louis do and we saw Zane do earlier in the year, but it doesn't seem like he's being methodical about what he's doing. So he's probably really upset. Yeah, I just hope that he's like gathers his thoughts and mm -hmm. comes to a decision that he doesn't like regret. Yeah, and the people around him, I hope they're being really supportive and helping him yeah, me too. make good decisions. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about with this? Um. I'm not sure. We're just going to see how it plays out, and we'll talk about it on the next episode. I'll be intrigued to see how it um, ends up. And if, like, maybe one of the boys tweets, maybe Louie. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to follow it. So, And also, like, this is off-the-cuff type thing, but, um, like, this, this little episode. So in the context of the whole show, it might not make complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> but we've, uh, we thought this was super important to record. Yeah. And if, if more things happen... Um, it might not end up on the next, because our show is coming out Tuesday, but we have to record in advance so we can get everything done. Um, but we'll definitely be talking about everything that plays out after this um, in, the, in like the, in the next couple of episodes that are coming out. Mm -hmm. um, and we also wanted to say we've been getting a lot of um, responses on Tumblr since we recorded um, this episode. Um, and we'll be reading those on our next show. Just like, don't, like, don't think we forgot about you. We just didn't get them in time to record. Yeah. But thank you so much for that. That was like making my day when I woke yeah. up to see that. Yeah. It's so exciting to get responses. So definitely write in and write in about this because like, what do you think are like, like what's going on with Zane and this Twitter drama and like, what's with Naughty Boy? Were they ever really good friends? Is like, how are the boys thinking? Just like, let us know. Cause we will definitely Read it on the show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move on to some feedback. We actually got feedback from our shows, so yeah. that's so exciting. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it Sun Direction or yeah. Sun? I think it's Sun Direction. Like sun Direction? Sun, you know. Oh, I see. Okay. So yeah. on Tumblr, um, the user Sun Direction said um, she's responding to, like, our whole discussion about Zayn leaving the band. Um and she said, when I found out Zane was leaving the band, I was in my room, chilling on my bed and scrolling through Tumblr. At first, I thought it was fake and don't have Facebook anymore. So I was like, oh, and I don't have Facebook anymore. So I was like scrambling to verify whether it was real. I was super sad because Zane. And also, I knew their contract was only for five albums. So I thought this was the end. And the fact that the other boys didn't know beforehand kind of shattered my image of them as such a tight-knit family it was such a sad or it was a sad day and then lots of sad faces yeah interspersed and also sad day is both capitalized and mm -hmm. i agree and i thought like i'm wondering if this was like a common commonality where everyone because i thought it was fake too when i first saw mm -hmm. i think that's yeah. just like um i don't know what's it called like a method of like coping with things is you just think it's fake because it's just yeah. like like what are those like five d's like denial is one of them oh yeah that's, when you're yeah, going through, through that. remorse or whatever yeah i'm still in denial so <laughs> yeah but i i knew it was real because you had texted me and i knew you wouldn't be lying about that yeah like i feel like um before that it was only like a couple months before where 
um, Sugarscape and UK Yahoo had done a joke on fans about Niall leaving the band. Oh my god, yeah, wait, no, they said they were hacked, like, quote-unquote. Yeah, but <laughs> it was, wasn't it, like, I don't know when it was. I can't, I guess it couldn't have been April 1st, because that was after, but, so, like, maybe people, like, thought it was something fake like that, um, but then yeah. it's real. But then the real, like, official statement from... Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, and then she's saying, like, that she was really sad that the other boys didn't know, so it shattered her image of them being such a tight-knit family, which is definitely a, like, legit concern. Yeah, what do you think? I thought, like, I feel the same way. I just think that just the whole thing involved in it is just, like, heartbreaking in every sense of the word. Yeah, especially things that happened after it, like we discussed last time. Like, you wouldn't think, like, they would be disputing on Twitter if they were that tight-knit of a family, you know? I know. So, yeah, definitely sad. But if anyone else has feedback on anything we've talked about, like, um, in the past episodes or, like, Zane and stuff, we'd still want to read yours out on the show. So definitely contact us anyway. Yeah, and thanks for everyone who's been um, tweeting at us and saying they've been um, enjoying the show. That has honestly made my life, like, oh, I can't even tell you how happy it makes us. Like, Yeah, you like, don't understand. Yeah. We'll, yeah. like, text each other, like, look who tweet, like, tweeted at us. Oh, yeah. my God, look who retweeted. Like, someone favorited. Someone, yeah. like, responded on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, so we're, like, super excited about all that. So, yeah. yeah, definitely hit us up on the social media. Platforms of all kind. Or, <laughs> or you know, um, email. We have email, too. Yeah, email. Um, smoke signals. <laughs> yep. Um, just, like, scream at our name into the... Yeah. We'll probably hear you. It's like one of those things where you're like walking around and then you hear someone say like one direction and your like ear picks it up or something. (laughs) We'll be able to do that from all around the world, you know? Yeah, we developed that power. Yep. Okay, so um, our next segment is a segment um, I think we're going to try to do every week now. Um, And it's going to be Tweet of the Week. And I'm excited for this week because my tweet of the week is from Louie's mom, who is at Joanna Darling. And she tweeted a picture of Louie's um, X Factor um, audition. And the caption was 10-7-10. My boy left his, his home with a packed lunch and a dream. Five years and still the same boy and still my best friend. And, like, the picture was so cute. He had his little cardigan on, his little Justin Bieber, like, era, like, little swoop, like, bowl cut type thing. <laughs> and, like, just, like, with a packed lunch and dream, like, could you get any cuter than that? Like, that is so cute. And, like, yeah. And also, like, Louis had been tweeting about, like, his, it being his five-year anniversary. And it was just, it was just so cute. Yeah, and I love that she said, like, still my best friend. I, I love that. Like, because I'm really close, like, with my mom and, like, my family, my dad, like, so... It's just cute to see that uh, them being really close yeah, and like her best so happy. Friend. Yeah, so that was really nice. And I feel like um, uh, it's really mostly Louis and Harry's moms that like interact with fans and interact with the fandom on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so I love to see that like acknowledging like you know stuff that's going on in One Direction. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Or at least the stuff that I see. I'm sure like the other moms do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> at least Liam's probably. I don't know. Oh, Zane's do. Okay, never mind. But, like, <laughs> mostly them. Yeah. Okay, my tweet of the week is um, from Louie on July 3rd. He tweeted, sick day <laughs> writing with at Lunch Money Lewis and at uh, Jason Evigan, one at Jacob Kasher or something. Um, but I just, 
so Lunch Money Lewis is like an American hip hop artist and he has his EP out and like Jason Evagon is an American songwriter, producer, instrumentalist person. And he's done songs like with Maroon 5. He did It Was Always You. And then he did Demi Lovato's Heart Attack. So Louis saying he was writing about these, like writing with this, these people. So I'm like wondering, are they still writing for their next album? Because I thought it was mostly finished. I'm yeah, sure. I'm so confused. <laughs> Like, it really, I don't know. Like, is this just him writing for himself or writing for a future album or writing for some other, like, artist? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe, because, like, maybe he's trying to, like, reach out and do some other stuff. But, like, a hip-hop hip hop artist, like, I wonder what will come out of that, like, if they're writing yeah. more hip-hop style. Yeah. Um. So that was cool and leaves me with questions on whether or not this is going on the next album. Yeah, for sure. You know, we don't know. But I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then we're going to do our 1D recommendations of the week. Uh, we're closing the show, bringing it back. Want to recommend some stuff in the 1D fandom or, like, One Direction, anything, pretty much. Um, mine is the uh, Twitter trend, hashtag 1D roast, which I suggest that everyone, like, search that in Twitter because it was really hilarious. Um, people decided to, like, roast the boys, I guess. <laughs> not, not physically, but, you know, <laughs> Meta- metaphorically. Just put some, like, lemon juice on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I don't know how to roast anything, so I don't know why I'm no. trying to make, like, a cooking joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, they made fun of different things the boys have done. And, like, Liam, I think, was it Liam got involved by favoriting a tweet? Like, oh, really? They, I think so. Like, it was, like, a picture of him when he was younger and people were making fun of his style or something. Yeah, but out of love. Yeah, it it was all nice stuff, like, funny, nice, jokey stuff, so not anything that was too hurtful. Um, But if you want a good laugh, like, check that hashtag out. Yeah. Um, So mine is a YouTube video, which is called What Makes You uh, Beautiful (laughs) by Blogilates. And Blogilates is, like, this, um, personal trainer who does uh, exercise videos on YouTube and I really like her um, I don't love exercising but she actually <laughs> makes it kind of fun because she's like really upbeat and happy and this um, video like com- like as a combination of a lot of my favorite things so you know it's actually hard so I mean does she play One Direction songs I think so because back in the day back then like I think she like somehow was able to play it so Oh, that's cool. Yeah. If you don't want to work out, work out to One Direction music. Like, that's, you know, where it's at. That's so true. Yeah. Okay, so our question of the week this week is, what songs would you have on your ideal set list? And, like, what we mentioned earlier, your opening song, your closing song, like, your encore, what would those be? Um, Write us in, because we think there's going to be a lot of different opinions, which we discovered on this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then just we want general feedback again, suggestions for making the show better. We're trying to do different small improvements each time, and hopefully the sound quality is getting better. Um, we want to hear your opinions on anything we've talked about on this show, but also, like, all the past shows, too, because we will definitely, like, read them on the show, like, shout you out on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, get that promo. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, write us in, because we would love to hear from you. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode four of Talk Direction. I'm so excited to be four episodes in and like finally doing a show where we have, you know, listeners knowing, going in, knowing that listeners are here. Do you feel better about how the show went, Kara? Actually, yeah, we did it all in one take. Yeah. So that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Um, yeah. So you can um, reach us on social media. Our Twitter is 
talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our website at talkdirection.tumblr.com, and you can reach us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? Um, Kara underscore pond, and Kara's with a C. Yeah, so definitely, like, reach out to us, because we will respond. We absolutely will. Yeah, um, and then just rate and review us on iTunes, and you can subscribe on iTunes. You can search One Direction or Talk Direction and find us there. Um, but I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for Episode 5. Bye! Bye!